There's a whole crowd of men out there who need this. Welcome to the case study. This case study will be marked down in time. Known to all as the record keeper of the historic rise of the woke man. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, welcome, gentlemen. I don't know if any women will be listening to this, but quite frankly, I don't care. What I want is to see the change in man. Yes, that's hurt. The change in man. This is the Woke Man series, where you hear the stories of men who changed, who laid to rest their old ways of thinking, and who opened up and started expressing their truth. Revealing emotion, strengthening their self-awareness, and breaking free from the old paradigm of being a man. This is going to help men find the courage to open up, to break the shackles of toxic masculinity, and to guide them home in becoming a better man. Let's go. Oh, by the way, it's Luca. Luca Reedy. From the Feeling Alive podcast. And The Woke Man is a sub-series. You're welcome. Welcome back to The Woke Man series, ladies and gentlemen. The greatest case study on man. Here we are talking about the conscious journey. We're painting a bloody good picture of what it looks like for men to go from unconscious to conscious. The journey and the evolution of man on that path. And just remember, we're not actually seeking a destination. But here I am with my man, AJ. Alex, how are you, bro? I'm very good, mate. How are you? Fucking great, brother. Fucking great. You're amazing. Thanks, thanks for having me on. UK? From the UK, mate. From Leeds, sunny old Leeds. It's not very sunny today. I'd rather be in Bali with you, mate. But yeah. it's, uh, I guess this is, uh, this is the COVID situation that we're in. I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, we were here in Bali together, and then you sort of had to do the last minute dash to get out. But you know, everything happens for yeah. a reason, brother. And, and you had your journey over there, which we we're just talking about before. But um, mm-hmm. I, the first question's always the hardest, right? Where did you grow up and where do you live now, obviously? <laughs> London, Leeds. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, I was, uh, I was brought, brought up in a place called Bradford. Not yeah. many people have heard of Bradford. Um, Bradford near Leeds. And then when I was 16, moved, um, moved over to Leeds. Now I'm currently based back in Leeds between my home or my family home and my girlfriend's family home in Hertfordshire. I wouldn't say I have a home. I'd say the world is my home. I've been mm. a traveler. I've been, you know, moving from place to place for so long now. So I call, mm. wouldn't call one set place my home yet. Yeah. I feel like every six months, seven months, I have a new home. And yeah. I'm very grateful that I can do that. So Yeah, buddy, oath, man. You learn a lot traveling, that's for sure. How, how old are you now? I'm 27 years young. 27 <laughs> years young, brother. Explorer. That's it, mate. That's it, mate. Uh, what do you do for a living, yeah. brother? So um, at the minute, I, uh, I coach men, actually, um, around their confidence and around finding true, inner, pure confidence, not the external kind. And we'll go a little bit further into that, I'm sure, in the podcast. Yeah. Um, and I do that through my own experiences and through studies um, I've gone into as well. Yeah. Awesome, brother. Cool. And what's one thing you're really good at right now? One thing I'm really good at right now, self-compassion. Mm. 
is what I'm really good at right now. And that's something that I've really had to really had to work on. You know, I come from quite a sporting critical family in in that regard. You know, I was always such high high expectations. Alex is going to be a footballer. Alex Mm -hmm. is going to be a solicitor. I've always had this immense pressure on me, so much pressure. And if I didn't quite get to the where I wanted to be, the the, the criticism will come in, the self-criticism that I wasn't aware of, really. Mm. But in turn, it was crippling me. And in turn, my internal world was crippling me. And then my external world, in turn, began to cripple me. Mm. I didn't realize that at the time. But yeah, self-compassion, you know. Yeah. If, I, if I miss off a task, if I, you know, if, I, if I miss something out that I was supposed to do in the day, it's fine. It's okay. Don't worry about it. You can mm. do it tomorrow. As long as you do it, you know. Yes. That's been massive, mate. Huge. Yeah, totally. It's self that level of like self forgiveness. Hey, just trusting that it's okay. Mm. Like not judge. It basically the, the harsh end of that is judgment, right? Self judgment. No, hundred percent. Yeah, not yeah. being not being um, non judgmental. And I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I think I oh, I do. I think I come from quite a judgmental family. Yeah. You know, I can remember when we were younger. Yeah, we used to be quite judgmental of other people, and then that gets ingrained in your head, and then in turn you do that to yourself. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's, it's a learn, it's learning curve, slowly sure, going there. But you drinking the classic UK style tea, mate? I'm having it. I'm, you're, I'm you're having a tea, mate. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a it's it's a Yorkshire tea, mate. The best tea, God's country, Yorkshire. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Oh shit, love it. Um, uh-huh. what, what's your biggest fear, bro, at the moment? <clears throat> My biggest fear is settling for a life of mediocrity. Mm. And what I mean by this is, you know, if I do fail at something to continue doing what I'm doing and my life purpose, and I believe my life purpose is to help as many people, men, uh, especially if we're going to put it down to, to a niche, men that were like me, the party boy, men, help as many of those as I can have a uh, positive impact on them. Mm. And I don't want to settle for anything else than the best for them, which in turn will be the, will be the best, best for me. I don't want to look back on my life, that, you know, I'm on my deathbed with what if, what if I did that, what if I did that, what if, what if, if I want to do something, it might be scary, just throw yourself into it. Mm. If I fail, I fail, whatever. It's not mm. failure. I've just learned a lesson. Yeah. So next time I go into that situation or a situation like it, I know these lessons. Yeah. That's beautiful, man. So that, yeah, that's, that. that's, that's a big the one for f- me, mate. mediocrity. Reaching your, reaching your potential. Mm. <sighs> mate, it scares me, man. It scares me. And that's what wakes me up and drives me every morning. One of the, one of the reasons, obviously my why and, you know, see myself you know you know I, I was listening to a podcast and it said that every morning you should you should vision yourself at your at, at your funeral like you mm. are going to die we're all going to die when you're going into that grave do you want to be known as the guy that did everything he wanted to do and made such an impact or the guy that tried to do it failed quit and just settled for just settled for a life of mediocrity yeah. and just faded out <laughs> scares me man yeah bro i feel you I feel you what's your favorite quote or what's one of the favorite quotes you have Hmm. My favorite quote is, um, in order to be loved, you must truly love yourself first. Mm. That comes back to sort of almost that self-compassion that you're talking about. Yeah. What's the conscious man? It's it's, it's massive. Conscious man. A conscious man to me is someone who doesn't just think about himself who mm. thinks about his, his fellow people, who um, is grounded in his decisions, is grounded in his reactions. 
Mm. Um, a conscious, yeah, a conscious man is someone who, um, who's who's who, a part of his life's work is yeah. to help others, not just himself. Awesome, man. That's cool. And what's one thing that challenges you right now? One thing that challenges me right now. Mm. Discipline. Yeah. Discipline is challenging me right now. How so? Um, through environmental changes, which is no excuse really. Um, when I was in Bali, you know, I was very disciplined. I'd wake up at six thirty every morning. I'd do my meditation, do my uh, do my yoga, then work out in the in the in the afternoon. Here, it's been it's it's been a lot harder, and I, it's probably because I'm not in my own home anymore. I'm not my independent self. I kind of just hop on my scooter and go down to the beach and do a meditation, and you know that really motivated me sometimes to do that. Um, but now, yeah, sometimes I'll snooze the alarm. Sometimes I'll maybe not get up, maybe not do yoga, maybe I'll do work all day and not, you know, mm. not do any exercise or move my body. But again, that comes back to self-compassion. I'm at a point where that's fine. I'm aware that I'm slipping out of my disciplines. What do I need to do to get back to those disciplines? Mm. To get back to the standard that I know I can be at with those. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's one cool, thing. That's, I feel you on that. I've been through, a, I, I was just sort of coming out of that process just recently where I was being more um, accepting of what I wanted and just saying, okay, if this is what my body wants today, this is cool. I know I've got discipline. I know I can do it. And I've sort mm. of come by going through that process and going, right, reestablishing my why behind what I was doing. I came back out of it. And it was, I think it's a it's necessary part because it also shows that we are, um, we aren't a perfect species. We do have slip ups and, if we under if we have the awareness of them, like you say, you do. I, okay, I can see that I'm catching myself, you know, slipping here. Awesome, I've got the ability to bring it back in. And in that sense, mm. we're, we're fortunate. Whereas many for many years, for both of us, it was just a life of no meditation, a life of mediocrity. In that sense of like not trying to pursue a better path. But at least now we know and well, we, we are. Yeah, man, hundred percent. I just I just want to add on that as well. You know, when you when you when you're not aware of it. You know, when you say you're going to get up at a certain time or you're going to go to the gym, you have this negative thought pattern, oh, you didn't do that. You, you know, it's, it's self-accountability, yeah. self-integrity. And this just builds layers in your head of self-trust. You don't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're spending time, you're, you're going to spend time with yourself more than anyone else in the world, mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in your lifetime, sorry. It's so important to be able to trust yourself. If you mm-hmm. had a best friend and you're with him every day, on most days, and he does something to 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 break your trust, you're going to feel strange towards him. He's not going to be your best friend to you. It's so important to trust yourself. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell. What what does uh, unconditional love mean to you, bro? Mm. Unconditional love. Do you mean for your, for yourself, or do you mean for for another person? Um. For yourself or for another person, whatever you relate to. Okay, I, th- I think I think for, I think for yourself, I think the, the the I think the biggest thing for yourself, unconditional love, is giving yourself time, alone time. Yeah. Allowing yourself to be alone, just to be, just be. You know, meditate, go for a walk, get in nature, yeah. exercise, move your body, read, educate yourself. Yeah. That's that's self love to me. Self love for another person, 
I think is acts acts of service, quality time, yeah. um, and 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 affection. That that's what that's what they are to me. Yeah, for other people. Um, quality time's an interesting one. It's like there you are together, just like fully being there, not on your phones or you know. Is that what you sort of mean by that? A hundred percent, mate. Yeah, you 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 know. Uh, I say it to my girlfriend, you know, when when we when we go in when we go for walks before the walk, we'll say. We we are our mind needs to be where our feet are for the next thirty minutes. It's not in the future. It's not in the past. It's here right now. Where your feet are, get your mind centered where your feet are right now. Be completely yeah. present. Yeah. You know, you'd rather spend thirty minutes of of your day with your girlfriend when you're hundred percent present than eight hours where you're not hundred percent present. Yeah. A waste of time. Yeah. And what does that do for you? That practice, that specific part. What? How does that? Um, benefit you? Mm, it, ben- it benefits me because I, th- I think like like every, like every everyone, sometimes we do get caught in our minds in the future, in the past, mm. and it's a massive drain on our energy. It's a huge drain on our energy, you know, worrying about the past and the, fu- and the future. Mm. So to be completely grounded in the present, yeah. um, you know, you're not, you're not only completely aware of her and, and, her, and, her, and her beauty and, and the, the beauty of nature, but the beauty of yourself and the beauty of life and what a miracle it is that we are actually here living, you know? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful, man. Last question of this, this segment, do you believe in a greater power? Yeah, and what is that? Yes, I do. Yeah. Straight in there. Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do, mate. Yeah. Uh, generally, I, I believe, I believe in uni- universal power. Yeah. You know, we hear, we hear this a lot about, about the universe. Um, etc. Et I, I do believe in that, yeah. and I believe in that in terms of you know your internal world creates your external world, um, and I'm, I'm I feel I'm living proof of that, and I know a lot of people that are the same as well. Yeah. I think also what what believing in a higher power gives to people that is so essential to life is hope and faith. Uh... It's kind of like a bit of like yes, I am in control of my life, but it's also that part of releasing and surrendering you know this might have worked out yeah that's shit but it's okay because I, I, I'm, I'm in the universal power I'm part of the universe this huge big thing that's happened you know I, I hear that you know often people say that we are part, parts of the star mm-hmm. it's so true the big bang boom all these fragments we're part of, of a star it's amazing it's incredible mm. yeah, is this sort of like the law of attraction in a sense you feel like that is connected to this power? I, th- I think I think law of attraction definitely is connected to the power. Obviously, as I said, yeah, internal reality creates your external reality. Um, I'm not one of those that, that would advise to just think, oh, I'm, one day I'm going to get a Ferrari. Yeah. One day I'm going to get a Ferrari, and you do no work. Yeah. You do no work, and you have no why about that. You know, you, you know why, why? Why do you want a Ferrari? What, what does it look like inside? You have to go to right down to the precise details of that Ferrari, of that car. You know, and you can't just sit on your, you can't just sit on your ass. You've got to go out and do, you know, go, go out and go work for that as well. And a lot of people think, oh, you just sit there and just attract. Which in, in, in reality, yeah, you can, you can attract, you can attract. But at the same time, you need to put hard work in as well. Yeah. That's what I believe, anyway, yeah. from my perspective. Bloody earth. yeah, that's a. Um... I say a lot, law of attraction has the word action in it. And so in that mm, sense, yeah, we've got to like take some action, at least. Um, 
Action man. Inspired action. Action man. That's Inspire, it, man. Inspired action. That's it, mate. And so getting into this main segment of your conscious journey now, what did your mm-hmm. life look like as unwoke and what's it look like now? Yeah, so... You know, as I, I'm just going to give you a brief insight into my into my into my you know past. Basically, I was a model for most of my life. I always had external validation, mm. um, and the main way for me to get that was to go out in the nightclubs. Really, mm. you know, I'd go out, pick up girls. Women were massive for me, mate. You know, I'm I'm not going to lie here. You know, I've I've probably slept with about three hundred over three hundred women, twenty seven years old. Um, and that's not me to boast. I just, but that's just some insight, really. You know, I was out most weekends. This party boy, this good-looking party boy, young party boy, going out, and because I didn't love myself, because I didn't value myself internally, just externally, I needed that. I constantly yeah. need that validation. I, I need that. I was feeding. You know, I was feeding, feed, 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 feed. I'd pick up women, 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 women. I was just on this vicious circle. I would hurt them because I wasn't really that interested in them in that way. I wasn't doing it for them. I hurt mean. myself. Yeah. I was hurting myself. I was just adding layers and layers and layers and layers to this shit. And then it got to the point where I was 23, 24, where then I started going out and I started taking drugs as well. You know, because it got to the point where, I'm not going to lie, mate, the whole women thing started to bore me a little bit. I needed something else. Yeah. You know, so I'd go out most weekends, I'd be on the coke, on the pills, on, on all this shit. And if a woman was thrown in as well, I said that was a bonus for me. Mm. Um, so I was just living this life um, throughout my, you know, from 22 to 25, and it was sad. It was so fucking sad looking yeah. back. But at the, but the, at the same time, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that situation. Yeah. Um, so how's it look now? Well, yes. Yeah, so then, so then I, I moved to Bali, and I, it was so weird. I'll tell you this story. So weird. Went to Bali. My mate came over from Australia. <laughs> we were in this hostel. Waiting for him, like, okay, right, we're gonna go to Potato Head. Went to Potato Head all day, got smashed, spent spent about a thousand, one thousand five hundred dollars in a day. Potato Head, a beach club, if you don't know, in Bali. Um, then from there, came back, the fuck slept did with you one spend girl. Fifteen hundred dollars on. In Bali. We're, getting, we're getting bottles, mate. We're getting bottles. We're getting yeah. bottles in in these in these beach clubs, mate. You know, you know what it's like. The prices are Western prices. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, got back to this hostel, slept with one girl. Two hours later, slept with another girl. Got to about two. I had a private room as well. Got to about an hour and a half later. I was in bed with another German girl, right? And she was going down, doing whatever she was going to do. You can probably paint a picture. I just started crying, mate. Really? I started crying. I, honestly, mate, it gives me goosebumps to this day. It was like my soul was like, this is enough. This is wow. enough. You're more than this. It was fucked, mate. And then from there, I went, I went, I went to Changu, met this amazing woman. And I was telling her about my story and about how I started crying. I didn't understand it. And she just leant over the table. She looked into my eyes and she said, you are enough. No one had ever said that to me before, mate. I just started crying in the middle of this restaurant. Uh, And anyway, that was a catalyst for change. Then from there, being a huge, um, you know, self-development, inner work, you know, you know, really building that inner inner identity. Because I say all my life, external validation, that's all I thought I was. Internally, I wasn't anyone because I just relied to have me on my external. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, basically from where I am now, um, lived in Bali. Bali was, was amazing. I have an amazing, amazing, amazing girlfriend right now, um, which I feel like I've attracted to, to, to me through, 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 through my work, through my personal work. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as a reward, really. Uh, my, my opinion on women has completely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to add as well, from Bali, I, I, I 
I went celibate for six months, didn't drink for six months. Just went to Ubud, if you're aware of Ubud, it's like a jungle, very spiritual place, and just by myself for six months. Did you? Um, wow. And now I'm, I'm, yeah, mate, yeah, mate, shaved my hair off, everything. And just went out there and just got really deep, meditated yoga every day. What is my why? Why am I here? Who am I? Without yeah, this, yeah, I didn't yeah. work for this. I didn't work for these looks. I worked for this, you. my yeah. heart. I worked for my heart. I worked for my, for my mind, this personality. This is me, yeah, you know? And that's yeah. what I came to realize. And then from that, you know, now I'm helping other men that, that are like me in this, in this party boy stage who are, are a bit lost. Um, I'm also just about to launch a clothing line, which 10% of all the proceeds will be going to men's mental health charities. And I'm in the process of writing um, books as well on, on pure confidence. So, yeah, my life's changed a little bit in the last Thank three you, years, but I'm just so grateful for it. Such a contrast, man. It's really beautiful to see. Hey, it's rough. Complete. So, so was your biggest vice women then? hundred percent a hundred percent mate a hundred percent you know wow. i wouldn't even do it for myself at times you know i was in this lad lad banter culture mm. you know and for me to con- continue my alpha male you know role bullshit <laughs> I've, yeah this bollocks rubbish you know fake role yeah i, I felt i had to sleep with women yeah and I, and I said to my friend i said to my friend have you ever slept with a woman and not told your mates, you know, when you're younger? That's the first thing I'd do. Yeah. Yeah, I just, just oh, I went out last night, yeah, shagged again. Boom, yeah, validation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was it's, on that, bollocks, I was on that same train with you, bro. Um, it was almost like, it, it, it came, for me, I mean, this, is, this will sort of come into a question in, this, in the sense, but like just external validation for mostly women, like I'll get a, I think it comes from my relationship with me and my mum. Um, and mm. needing needing approval from a female. As soon as I would get into the presence of another female, stranger or not, it'd be like Charm 101 comes out. It's just like a switch. It's just like my job, my mission was to get them to like me, and I'd turn my charm yeah, on. Yeah, 100%. And it was all for this, this validation of the feminine. So I can totally relate mm. to that, bro, and, it, and it's really beautiful to see where you're at now. So... Which, which emotion challenged you most through this period? I've got anxiety, shame, guilt, fear, and anger. Out of those, which one challenged you most? Fear. I think fear, mm. especially through my journey. You know, when I started, when I started waking up, when I started realizing all, these, all, the, all the, this life that I was living, mm. I was scared. Mm-hmm. What am I? without this persona that I've built up over the last 25 years. You know, I built this persona of I'm all external, I'm all external, I'm ego, I'm, you know, I'm so confident I can get any girl. Bang! What happens if all that's taken away from me, all that external, what am I left with? Yeah. That scared me. That scared the shit out of me. Ego death, complete ego death. Who am I? Who am I? No, I actually wrote that down in my journal, I remember so well. Who am I? I couldn't write it couldn't write who I truly was yeah. which is sad I yeah. didn't know who I was did did you contribute that that um lack of self-identity to something that happened in your past or that that fear of losing that identity yeah because I felt I felt that was all I had yeah you know I was mentioning it to a to a client the other day you know I'd I'd get really intimidated I'd get really 
envious if I saw another man in the club who I thought was, this sounds really shallow, good looking, because I thought he's threatening the only thing that I have. Yeah. The only thing that I have is my looks, is how I look. If someone else is taking the attention away from my 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 only attribute, I'm gonna get real. I'm, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Shit, dude. You know, yeah. and it, it got to the point where I'm like, right, okay, well, what what do I need to do when I go out and spend buy these nice watches? You know, before I went traveling, I'd buy get, get a Mercedes on on finance. Mm-hmm. I'd get a nice shirt. You know, all, all these. Oh, external, 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 external things, you know? Fuck, it's crazy. Bro. Fucking hell, it's man. Crazy, mate. That's so fucking oh, crazy. Mate. And have you yeah. found forgiveness for that now or let that part of you go? You know, I don't even forgive. I don't forgive it. I'm so grateful for it. <laughs> I'm so fucking grateful for it. I had, I had I, honestly, when I was in, in, when I, you know, I don't regret anything. I don't yeah. regret anything I've done because it's put me where I am today yeah. and it gave me, the, such a the hard wake up call, and it put me through a lot of shit in the in the last two years. And shit, I mean, beautiful, beautiful, mm. beautiful, amazing realizations. And without that past, you know, it probably wouldn't have been the same. Would I be here if I didn't have that in that mm. life? Probably not. I don't think so. Um, yeah. You know, on all we can focus on, really. You know, we can't change the past. The past is the past. Amazing. I'm so glad I did all that. But you know, the focus now is is on the present and and being the best person that that I possibly can yeah. to myself, to my girlfriend, to, to any other man, woman, dog, whatever I can help, I will try help now. You know. Yeah, that's fucking beautiful. I love that, bro. Whose love did you crave most growing up, and who did you have to be to get it? Love that crave. I think I probably craved my dad's love most, mm. um, mostly because he was. Um, he wasn't as open, as loving as my mom. In that, in that, in that regards, it was really hard to get it out of him. Um, but when I did get it out of him, it was amazing. It was oh, amazing. I was always looking for validation. Mm. You know, big, big football fans, big footballing family. You know, we'd play football, and you know, if I did something wrong, I'd be the, he'd be the first to tell me. Really. Yeah. Um, but then if I did something right on the odd occasion, I'd get a lot of praise. I'd be like, oh, I need that. I need yeah. that. You know. So I'd constantly be trying to Prove impress him. Yeah. Mm. Fuck, that's yeah. so interesting, dude. It's like, yeah, all your mm. drive and ambition was for someone else, not for yourself. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, mate. And I was always scared about what they'd say. And we come back to pressure. You know, oh, in my family, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, my, my auntie and uncle are very successful solicitors. My uncle's an investments banker. My mum's um, got her own consultancy um, firm. You know, there's a lot of professionals in my family. And and another thing for me was to go to university, become a solicitor. I went to university for three years, got a history, history degree, and the intention was to go traveling for three year, uh, for three months and then come back and study law. I went for, I went for three months, never came back. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I didn't want to do that, you know? And it was just to please them. Like, 100% did I want to go, did I want to go to university? Probably not. Do I regret going to university? Absolutely not. You know, it's given me that little big piece of paper that says, yeah, I'm educated, whatever. I, to be honest, I don't really believe in it, to be honest, yeah. but whatever it gets me, if I want a job, it gets me uh, into that job before I, and anyone else. I'm amazing people. Yeah. But yeah, pressure was, 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 was so high with me. Now that you've been back, how long were you away in Bali for? I, I, I've been away from, from home all around for about five years, mate. 
so I lived in Australia for two years, lived in New Zealand, Queenstown, New Zealand, woohoo, yeah. Yeah, in, uh, in, in Queenstown for a year. Yeah. I lived in Sri Lanka, lived in Ibiza, um, when wow. you can imagine how, how crazy Ibiza was, um, and then moved to then moved to Bali. So, oh no, I've been away for about six years, mate. This so, is the longest period I've been home been for. <laughs> coming, coming home now, are you different? Yeah, have they noticed how different you are? 100%. 100%. Like, my mum even said to me yesterday, she was like, um, you know, I was talking about having a why, and she was like, I'm so glad you've said that. You know, I'd be up at night thinking that you were a lost soul, that you didn't have a why, and that fucking that upset me, man, mm-hmm. that I can have such an impact on my mum's life like that. She's up worrying about me because I'm out partying. She probably knew I was partying. She probably knew what life I was living. I didn't have yeah. a why. I was just yeah. floating around. MDA. Oh, and complete, complete. Yeah. It's, it's like having a, having a boat with no sails. Yeah, man. You just, you no direction, man. You just, you just plodding so along. Yeah, so true, bro. Talk to me about one of the lowest points in your life, bro. Like, what, what was that? When was that? How, what did it look like? And was suicide ever a factor? Mm. Lowest point in my life. I'd say the lowest point in my life was when my granddad died. He died three years ago. He was a massive influence on me. Mm. Um, you know, I felt like I could talk to him about anything. And he had such an amazing soul. You know, when you can see someone and you can see straight into their eyes and you're like, fuck me, you're, you are an amazing person, you know? Mm. He was that type of guy, man, that type of bloke, such a nice guy, funny guy. And it was really fucking hard for me because I was in Queenstown at the time when he died. Mm. Did you and it was like, well, I didn't. Because my, I spoke to my grandma, I was like, grandma, I'm coming home. She's like, Alex, if you spend £700 to come home, your granddad will be turning in his grave. You do you do your thing. You, you, if you want to pray for him or anything, you do it there. That's you know, he's with you now. He's with us all now. And I, that was amazing. Um, in, terms of, in terms of suicidal thoughts, I think we all probably have a, a little bit. I think it's just different levels of it, you know. Um, yeah, I think so when, like, I was, when I was in I Bali. Here type thing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And when I was in Bali going through what I was going through, I'm not going to lie to you and say I didn't have those thoughts. But at the same time, you've got to think, you know, you have these thoughts. It's your monkey mind, isn't it? Your monkey mind's like, right, okay, you know, why did you, I don't know, like, what, what, why are you here? And you're like, yeah. you question why you're here. Well, why am I here? What, what a waste of energy. I'm a waste of air. I am. But then you find your why. You find out why you're here. And you're like, fuck, I've got such an impact tonight. Yeah. You know, and that, that yeah, has changed that. Yeah. So coming back to it, yeah, 100%, I have thought about that. Yeah, man. That's, that's, very interesting, bro. What about your your moment of awakening? So you know you you've sort of gone. Was it the crying situation, or was it something else that just like flicked a switch and you just went into I'm going to become a better person. I'm going to take control of my life, um, and I'm going to start looking at myself from within. I think I, th- I think I think the 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 catalyst was definitely was definitely that 24 hours from when I cried to when I met that woman yeah. who said, you are enough. That was definitely uh, the catalyst. Um, it was a huge catalyst for me. I even wrote a song about the, the lady that I met who said, you are enough. You know, I even wrote a song about, about uh, her, you know? Like, she was massive sing, impact, man. Do you sing man, as I, well? Do you, do you play guitar? Yeah, a little, a, little, yeah a, little, a little bit. Yeah, I play guitar, sing, mainly for my soul, mate, you know? Yeah. My energy just rises when I'm... Living that shit, and I, I love I love singing um, like mantras. Oh, fuck yeah! Um, so powerful. Yeah, mate. Oh, so powerful, mate. Yeah, me, my girlfriend's into it yeah. as well. So when you we love sing the it, you know, to, oh, I love Kirtan. We're actually going to start retreat, re, Kirtan retreat. You know, 
so watch out watch out for that mate so if you want to come to that and get involved oh mate raise the energy completely i think i think another cat i think another catalyst as well i I think i was so so in my ego when i um you know all about myself when i started giving back to people when i started doing things for other people you know there's an orphanage in bali called bali bali street kids yeah. And my friend was like, come to this, you know, it's amazing. I was like, fuck, can't really be asked. I'm going through what I'm going through, you know. <laughs> um, my energy's low. Like, I, I mean, I'm not feeling too good. I don't know who I am, what I look like. Yeah. I shaved my head. I look like a completely different person. I'm like, I'm going to fucking scare these kids. I'm not going to help them. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I, uh, I, I, I turned up, mate, and oh, the joy on the face. Just spending an hour with them, kicking a ball about with them. Really? And that was like, bang, look at the impact you can make on people's lives. Wow, it's amazing. Yeah, so that sort of was like, okay, there's something bigger here. It's not just me. It's something more than me. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Something, something definitely, definitely more than me. And then, and then from that, I just want to try raise awareness for anyone going back to suicide, thinking about suicide. You know, it's it, my friend actually committed suicide three weeks ago, um, and that was really sorry, hard for me to take. To like shocking. Sorry. No, it's not all, 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 all good. And then I'm like, right, well, what can I do? I'm like, I'm, I was thinking, I was meditating on it. Like, what, what, you know, it's all like crying. And, you know, he wanted me to be happy for him, happy for his life. You know, I want an amazing, amazing kid. What yeah. can I do to raise awareness for Leon and his story and raising awareness for anyone else feeling this way? So two week, uh, in two weeks, I'm going to do a fundraiser event. I'm going to walk for 24 hours. It's going to be called Walk It Out for Men's Mental Health. And that's to raise awareness for suicide in, in, in men and also in memory of Leon. So, okay, man. That's fucking cool. Like for the whole 24 hours, you're going to walk? 24 hours, man. Just just walk it out. Mm, that's powerful, man. It's almost like um, Goggins type stuff, like, you know, the mentality where it's you're, you're doing this because you're tapping into the pain. Because he was tapping into the pain of what his Navy SEAL brothers went through, right? Like, and he goes, mm. if they went through that in that, in that movie, The Lone Survivor, I can, I can do yeah. this, no dramas, because I'm not having to fend for my life. So it's like hundred percent tapping into that pain of that of your lost friend, man. And and, and that's yeah. why I think a lot of people, you know, from you know your old journey, where you were that type of consciousness, and same with me back then, I, we have a similar path. It's like we can often take the piss out of people that are doing the self development work, self help work, or being positive, or like doing like the men's groups and all the love and shit. And I think there's a lot of people out mm-hmm. there and this talking to people that are listening now who are yet to sort of, or just starting to step onto this path. Fuck that shit. Because that, that is mm-hmm. literally why people are killing themselves because they can't open up or they think it's, they're too scared. They're too scared to open up. So hundred percent, mate. I think you, that's you what know, you're you know, so I, passionate I, about is like, is you and I, we've been to those um, same men's dinners on the Friday nights here in Bali. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's which a which, I, which I miss. I miss greatly, by the way. I miss yeah. those dinners greatly, by the way. I've known such good dinners. Mate, what, what I actually say is a man's superpower is love. Yeah. If you can tap into that vulnerability, love, if you can tap into that as a man, that is, that is true masculinity for, for me. That is a true man yeah. who can be vulnerable, who can be grounded, yeah. who know. wants to help others. You know, that's, that's, that, yeah, that, that's a true masculine trait. Awesome, bro. That's really cool. And what was a big healing modality on your journey, man? What did you tap into? I mean, you talk about meditation, yoga. Did you do plant medicines? Was it breath work? Like, what did you? What really served you? You know what? The thing that served me the most, and I haven't done plant medicines yet. I'm, it's definitely on my list. But the, the the thing that's 
you know, really helped me was journaling. Mm. <laughs> journaling. So you know, follow. it's crazy how it's crazy how you know someone said to me when I first started, you know, his you should start journaling. I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not a five year old little girl. Do you know what I mean? Why well, should I get a pink one and a fluffy a fluffy pen as well? You know, my like. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, I'm not doing that. And he was like, Listen, mate. Listen, mate. You are your own therapist. Yeah. You write down at the top of your page. How do you feel? And you look at that question. It's like you're asking yourself that question. Okay. And then you just write, and you yeah. get lost in it. And you get all this negative emotion. You get all these cycles out onto the paper. Then you can look at it and say, Well, that's not actually. A, a bigger thing is I made out in my head. Yeah. You know, you've got these things, these these problems in your head. If you actually write them down and look at them, you're like, well, actually, it's not actually that big a deal. That helped me a lot, man. And give me structure yeah. in my days. You know, I'd wake up uh, before before I went to bed every night. I'd be I'd write down, right, what what day, what can I do tomorrow to make my day excellent? It used to be perfect, but I realized nothing's fucking perfect. So, you know, what can I do tomorrow to make my life excellent, my That's day cool. excellent? I'd write down five things. No, then I get up in the morning, boom, I don't even have to think about it, right? Bam, 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 bam. I'm doing that. Amazing. Yeah. Boom. You know? Yeah. Mm, that's really, that's beautiful, man. So journaling, journaling. I think actually talked about journaling as being a big part of their healing journey. I, I definitely think uh, when I have written, it has helped me a lot. Um, I have some sort of resistance sometimes to writing it down. And I think that's me like just more concerned about time than anything. Um mm. But when I do write, it's powerful. But like, when, for, like I'm excited for you for when you do plant medicine because I think, uh, like I've had some huge breakthroughs, and I and I think you're gonna experience very similar stuff. And man, to see, to hear your experiences, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's gonna be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But to, to be honest, I you know I'm 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 one of these people who is. Um, I'm very careful of the plant medicines and in in terms of I don't want to do them carefully in terms of I feel I need to be spiritually ready for them and you know you hear the people say you need to be called to do ayahuasca etc you know I've been I've been on the verge of doing it for a few a few years now a couple of years but I think you know definitely when I leave the UK I don't want to do it in the UK Um, yeah totally do when I leave the UK I'll, 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 I'll definitely do it you know so yeah yeah I um I think like if 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 the self identity's been a big challenge for you my, um, mm-hmm. like they can I mean plant medicine can be tormenting for that uh, like self identity and what other people think of me is has been a big challenge for myself and um still working through that obviously that, ex- that need for external validation and also people pleasing uh yeah. but like doing mushrooms twice recently poof, just fucking sent me down a wormhole of like i'm crazy i've lost it i'm gone what are people going to think of me and i had to really yeah. just break through that ego and just just it was like the ego death right and we did one on mm. sunday just gone um what a couple of days ago and fuck me man that was that was like i was going through like a battle like a just a deep internal battle with imagine. fucking swords and cannons and <laughs> and fairies and shit and fairies <laughs> and pixies oh man, oh, man it's funny so man. talk to us about your friend group brother how's that changed as you've changed my friendship group has got um a lot smaller mm. a lot smaller you know you know you should say you should have a core five six seven people i think that's why i have i have now five six 
core people, you know, and then on the outside of that, I have amazing people as well. But I, th- I, have, I have that group. That, yeah. that group, I've, I kind of like handpicked and really pestered these people to be my friends because I look at them, I'm like, oh my, they're amazing. They're doing what I want to do in, in two years or they're two steps, three steps ahead of me. I want to be their friend. So I'll be pestering these people, you know, to be the friend, you know, can I, you know, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Do you want to do this? You know, I'll take you out for dinner. I'll take you out for breakfast. Stuff, you know, and, and that's what I need to do to really break through to these, to, to, to these people. Um, and for me, you know, as, 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 as a man, you probably appreciate this as well. I don't have to speak to anyone for, for a year, mate, for months. And then I speak to him, pick up a phone. And it's like, bang, just like, it's like, it's like, I've, I've, you know, I saw them yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that's how my friendship group has yeah. changed. It's got, it's got, it's got smaller, you know? Yeah. It's more so quality over quantity. Right. Mm. Yeah. It's like, the, and, the... and it's time as time as well, mate, you know, yeah. it's time. I haven't got time to be messaging 20 people who quite honestly are only, you know, three of them give a fuck about me. Mm. You know, why, do you know what I mean? Like, and, 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 yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, and you know what? And people on different paths, you outgrow people. You know, a lot of my friends are still doing the thing in the same place as they were, you know, what they were born in, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everyone's got their own thing and that, but I'm just on a different path now and, and I'll always give them love. I'll always give them respect. I'll always be there when they need it, need yeah. me. But at the same time, I'm not going to waste my energy, you know, reaching out to those to those people, you know? Yeah, for sure, brother. For sure. I feel that. Man, what what part of this journey are you most grateful for? <sighs> the great the, the the I'm most grateful for my period of celibacy. Because it made me really understand sex and really understand women. Yeah. And how amazing women are. They're fucking powerful, powerful, powerful beings. And I was really abusing that before. I didn't really value that. Um, yeah, so celibacy, really understanding women, understanding sex and what a sacred ritual it is. And when mm. it's done right, what an amazing explosion of just joy and love and everything. Probably, explosion was probably the wrong way, way to describe that. But, you know, like, you know, it just feels like, it just feels like you and this... Six. And Six this, months and of celibate, ex, celibacy exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and you can imagine it's exploding everywhere. No, but like, wait, wait, proper... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, no, but feel, like, yeah. pro- proper sex, proper sex should just be man, woman, nothing else. Just, just, you, and the, just you and the universe. Nothing else yeah. matters. That's what, that's, I'm so yeah. grateful for that, man. Like, completely that's grateful cool, for that. That's a tough gig too, brother. I, I feel you on that, man. And it's a... It's a it's a t- test of the mind, of the will, of the heart. It's fucking a, a, a lot of kudos to you for doing that, brother. Well done. No, it really, really, really makes you dive into who you are as a person, yeah. especially when most of your personality was built up on women. You fucking know? earth, yeah. Yeah, that's like the ultimate That's like the ultimate fast for you, isn't it? Like, fuck the 24-hour fast. <laughs> mate, I was, <laughs> oh my God, mate, I was so skinny after. I was like, right, I need something now. Straight back into it now. I wasn't, I wasn't straight back into it. I wasn't. <laughs> good laughs and um what's one this is the last question bro what's one tip that you'd give your old yeah. self just starting out don't 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 put pressure on yourself unnecessary pressure yeah. you know and and and, ba- and baby steps man like yeah. you've got no rush yeah. there's no rush you're young Live it, experience it. You know, we all say we want to be 
financially free, we want to be millionaires, we want to be all this. We want to get straight to that. No, I want to experience the lead up to that. That's life. The memories of the journey. I want to experience, yeah, I want to experience these things. So, you know, just take one step at a time. Don't put pressure on yourself. Relax and enjoy the ride, man. Fuck yeah, bro. That is one hell of a message. Thank you very much for sharing yeah. your journey, Alex. Like, yeah, bro. Man, such a, such a beautiful story and so awesome to see the man you are today and get to meet you now. I think we would have definitely partied hard together back in the day. Um, and it's awesome that we can party in this way now and party with life. A hundred, a hundred percent. I love that. I, I love that. I, I love yeah. that so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, mate. And, um, yeah. And, and, and yeah, th- thanks for doing what you're doing. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. I wouldn't be here if I doing this, if I didn't have people like yourself sharing their story and those listening to this, just remember that we all start somewhere and it's never too late. So just take care. Enjoy the journey, as Alex says, and just take it, soak it up. Much love. Bye. Woke man, bring love and just be. I got love in my eyes, bro, I can't see. I'm gonna be who I'm destined to be. Wokeness is taking my old self away. Yeah, I put love into me. I'm spreading that love, yo, don't you see? Grab your cacao and drink it with me. Cause wokeness is taking my old self away. Woke man, wokey woke man, woke man. Wokey woke man, woke man. Wokey woke man, bring love and just be. Woke man, wokey woke man, woke man. Wokey woke man, woke man. Wokey woke man, bring love and just be.